This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Our investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. By Decatur Public Schools yesterday at the Main Street Church of the Living God to discuss the fighting and violence happening within DPS 61 schools. Superintendent Rochelle Clark hosted the forum and invited DPS staff, community, and church leaders and organizations to discuss the issue and provide more details on the district's zero-tolerance policy that's led to a series of expulsions. A recent incident involved a fight at Stephen Decatur Middle School during dismissal that included both students and parents. 23 students have been expelled this year. Clark says they're asking for the community to get involved and be part of the solution by adopting a school or mentoring. Area Girl Scouts are kicking off the Girl Scout cookie season today. Find out how you can purchase Girl Scout cookies at nowdecatur.com. In other news, it's Friday. More stories, podcasts, and videos at nowdecatur.com. Bill, come home in flag-draped caskets. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Three American soldiers killed in a weekend attack. President Biden will be at Dover Air Force Base when the service members killed in drone attacks by Iranian-backed militants in Jordan will be returned to the United States. Earlier this week, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution shared a video of President Biden holding an emotional phone call with the family of Kennedy Sanders. It means a lot to, a lot to me. My son's been a year in Iraq. The president telling Sanders' family she would be posthumously promoted to the rank of sergeant. That's Fox's Ryan Schmelz. The U.S. plans to retaliate. Fox's Jennifer Griffin reports from the Pentagon. U.S. defense officials say they have completed forensic work on the remnants of the drone that killed the Americans and assess it to have been manufactured in Iran. We will have a, a multi-tiered response. That's defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. For the second time this week, North Korea has test-launched missiles into the sea as it continues to be in a nuclear weapons standoff with the U.S. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un called on his military to step up war preparations. And as the war rages in Gaza, there's a new APNORC poll showing about half of Americans believe Israel's gone too far. Only 31% approve of President Biden's handling of the conflict, with many young Democrats unhappy with his Israel support. A new Fox News poll gauges two key 2024 battleground states. In Georgia, with a state election fraud case pending, former President Trump holds a 51 to 43 percent lead over President Biden. In Wisconsin, the poll shows a tie at 47 percent between the front runners heading to November. That's Fox's Grinnell Scott. The morning after a small plane crashed into a mobile home in Florida, they still don't know how many people died. But we are told that there were multiple fatalities as a result of this crash. Still unclear just how many people were on board that small aircraft. That's Kelly Cowan with Fox 13 TV in Clearwater. America's listening to Fox News. From the fuck. If you have a bank account, pay attention. Your savings could be at risk. The U.S. banking system is once again under extreme stress. This jeopardizes you and your family. But there is an easy way to protect yourself. Gold. Contact Noble Gold Investments today and safeguard your family's financial future. As a thank you for opening a qualified account, they'll give you a free quarter-ounce gold standard coin. Visit NobleGoldInvestments.com. NobleGoldInvestments.com. Gold. Safety. For uncertain times. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 
Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes and their families. Join me in donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. For Israel and the war against Hamas, but he has done this. Financial sanctions are being imposed on four individuals, the State Department says, are connected to escalating violence against civilians in the West Bank. It's got to stop. It's unacceptable. It's a, it's a detriment to peace and security, uh, certainly there in the West Bank, but to the Palestinian people in general. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says President Biden has been clear in condemning assaults carried out by Israeli settlers against civilians and peace activists. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu criticized the sanctions, saying the vast majority of settlers are law-abiding and Israel takes action against lawbreakers. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. A former CIA officer sentenced to 40 years in prison. Federal prosecutors say Joshua Schulte was behind the biggest theft of classified information in CIA history. He was also found guilty of possession of child sexual abuse images. The former software engineer has been jailed since 2018 after releasing CIA secrets to WikiLeaks, including how the agency hacked smartphones. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. In a half hour, we'll get this. The first jobs report for 2024 will likely show a resilient and tight jobs market, even after nearly two years of aggressive monetary policy courtesy of the Fed. Economists are predicting that employers added 180,000 jobs last month after a larger-than-expected increase of 216,000 in December. That's Fox's Hillary Barsky. The unemployment rate expected to rise slightly to 3.8%. On Wall Street, before the report, stock futures are rising after Big rebound games yesterday. The Dow surged up to a new record high. The hottest team in the NBA won again last night. The New York Knicks beat Indiana 109-105, extending the Knicks' win streak to nine games. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. A massive data leak being called the mother of all breaches has been announced. Billions upon billions of records with sensitive data from previous breaches, newly stolen data, and privately sold databases have been exposed. Cyber criminals can use this information to commit identity theft. Help protect yourself and join the millions who trust LifeLock. LifeLock detects identity threats and alerts you if your information is being used. If you become a victim, LifeLock will work to fix it. Save up to 25% your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Good morning. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Patchy fog in the morning, then partly sunny, high of 48. Tonight's partly cloudy, low around 31. For Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 50. And Sunday, mostly sunny, high near 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 35 degrees. Your WSOY time is 6.06. Happy Friday.
Good morning and welcome to the Friday edition of Buyers and Company. We'll have Dr. Rochelle Clark from DPS 61 after an interesting meeting yesterday with community leaders and the media. She'll be in the studios at 7 to bring out her home highlight, Angela from the Y and an artist friend of Nick. Company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, My headphone cord is the exact same length every day. I know that. But there's days where it's just doing its own thing. I remember when we were installing the studios. Uh, and I said to said person who was installing the studios, what do we do with all the extra headphone cord length? you got to have something under the table to control that. That's right. And she looked at me like, what are you talking about? It's like, I don't know, I've been doing this a long time. Chair runs over it, you trip over it, you step on it, and some mornings are more of a struggle than others. You remember those, uh, like cartoons, uh, probably Looney Tunes, where there'd be the, the, what looked like a lasso on the ground and somebody unwillingly would always step in it and then they'd be strung up by a tree or whatever. <laughs> that's kind of what I feel like this morning. Yeah. I'm just what... trying to get started. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get started. Hey, let me start, uh, by welcoming you, of course. Uh, happy to have you with us here today. Happy to be with you. We were out at the Decatur Earth Mover Credit Union uh, on Dividend Drive, which I always liked uh, the name of that, uh, out north by Caterpillar uh, at uh, 3 o'clock yesterday for a really cool press conference. And the uh, Community Foundation of Macon County and Decatur Earth Mover Credit Union collaborated and, and announced a $1 million moving forward grant program. And it was really cool to hear about what it's going to do for discretionary uh, open call grant programs, places and neighborhoods. There's going to be $100,000 given towards that. Uh, Impact 200, uh, $200,000 given towards that. Emer- uh, emergency services support, another $100,000. Community works, $400,000. And another additional $200,000 in grant funding to benefit diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, emergency services, financial literary, uh, literacy, arts, summer education programs. And knowing Natalie and her crew, they weren't just going to have a press conference without having a check. Oh, wow. You're so, right, though. You, you are absolutely right. Uh-huh. You're right, though. That's how she likes to do it. And so I, I, I kind of I spied the uh, the large cardboard thing turned around, you know, to the back. Yep. 
And I saw Evelyn Hood there, uh, uh, which, you know, uh, she's done just, uh, I, I mean, I don't even know how you describe it uh, over the years. Um, you, you know, it's hard out there when you've got to raise money and do all the things. And when you have a physical building, um, uh, it, you know, keeping that up and there's always repairs that come in that you weren't counting on, like, you know, X, Y, or Z, right? Absolutely. And so it, it, they gave a check for $50,000 uh, to the African-American Cultural and Genealogical Society uh, to honor the beginning of Black History Month. And Evelyn was completely surprised and blown away. Like, you know, when you get those moments where yeah. the, no idea. Wow. And some members of her board were there. And, and in fact, it was a big crowd. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing there were like 50 people there. Wow. And they held it outside, which is nice. You could even talk about doing that, like, you know, with what we've had over the last several weeks. Like the day was perfect for that. Yeah, sun so was, nice. it was getting a little cloudy by then, but it was it was really nice. For February, it was perfect. Oh, <laughs> for what we've had yes. in the last two weeks, yes. it was Easter Sunday. That's right. So to kick off the program, it was really nice to see that. And, and congratulations to Barry and uh, Barry Schmidt, who's the uh, president of the ECU. I saw Dave Wilhauer, uh, out there. I haven't seen him for a very long time. Uh, you know, for many, many years, he was sort of like the, you know, the guy for Caterpillar and then the, the credit union. And it was, it was really cool. Stories up on com if you would like to uh, check it out. That much commitment to the community. Uh, you know, is, it's so commendable. It's so, um, and the topics, the uh, pillars or however they are divided that you just listed off and the amount of money that's going to go to it is significant money in mm-hmm. significant areas of need. I mean, it's, you know, it is, we sometimes, I, I think, you know, when we have a government that talks in billions and, you know, you know, I th- was some congressman said, you know, a million here, a million there. So earlier you're talking about real money. You know, that was years ago, but, we forget the impact of a $50,000 right. gift, depending on the circumstances mm-hmm. and what it is and how much value there is in that kind of thing. We talked about it at the school district level, like $6,000 for a... Oh, right. I mean, for so the like, vending machine, for the book vending machine. Yeah. I mean, so like it is incremental. And when you know what the need is, and this isn't pennies towards that, this is serious dollars. And it's from people in the community just trying to make the place they live better. Yeah. So kudos and congratulations to uh, the Community Foundation of Macon County and Decatur Earth Mover Credit Union and this first-of-a-kind comprehensive $1 million grant funding collaboration called Moving Forward. And it is going to benefit a lot of people. The first 50000 was given away, 950000 to go. That's awesome. All in 2024. So I say uh, congratulations, but also thank you. You know, thank you for, uh, on behalf of Decatur. We, this is a big deal. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, kudos, uh, once again to, uh, the African American, uh, Cultural and Genealogical Society, who was the first to receive, uh, funds from this uh, new endeavor, $50,000. So, uh, there you have it. It was a, uh, a nice afternoon. Now, about 45 minutes from now, uh, Dr. Michelle Clark will be in studios with us. Okay. It was a very interesting, I got an invitation, not as a member of the media, but as a community partner. I think that's how it was addressed to District 61. And there was, like, they had asked for an RSVP, which I sent away immediately. 
and they had um, they were hosting a community partner forum, and then afterwards there was a media Q and A at the um, Main Street Church of the Living God, which is just right up the road. What was the, the format? Like everybody in a circle? Like uh, No, it was, um, there was a dais, like, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, like meaning just kind of a, you know, a stage with a table. And then there were like circular tables and there was a lunch that was provided by the church. And it, it was a pretty full room full of a lot of people. And from, the dais was the school it was, people. It was Dr. Clark. It was the mayor. It was the chief of police. Uh, Clay from the park district was up there. A pastor. I'm, I'm trying to reconstruct it in my head. That Maybe eight, nine, a school okay. board member, uh, people that were up there. And, you, you know, people uh, get in a room. Uh, and I, I don't know if it's just post-COVID and people are just like, anxious to get back. It was kind of hard to rail everybody, get, get a lunch, sit down, you, you know, <laughs> yeah. like that kind of thing. Sure. God, I mean, I'm guilty too. I mean, there's a lot of people I haven't seen for a long time. Right. And, um, including Thomas Walker, you know, who was kind enough to host the event and they had a, a, a wonderful meal, uh, put out there. And then it, it was, uh, the headline in the Herald Review today, I tend not to, I, I mean, I, I consume other media. I don't consume other social media. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's just so negative. I mean, you could literally go, here's 50,000, and it would be just a... Tuck in. Oh, I, I, yeah. I despise it. And, and it's not that everyone's not entitled to their opinion. It's just, I don't know what, why everyone wants to weigh in on things, particularly people who have no idea what they're talking about. No knowledge at all. Nothing to add. They only subtract. So it says a call to action was the headline I saw. I haven't read the story uh, by Valerie Wells. Valerie was there yesterday. So like from 11 to 11.45, there was this thing. And then like at 11.45, the media came in to do like a q and I'll set it up that way. Was it a give and take or you were listening? Uh, it was mostly listening. Okay. Uh, I think it was, and, and I don't want to put words in Dr. Clark's mouth. She can do that herself at 7 a.m. this morning. We'll have her in extensively, uh, just her for us to talk about this. Okay. There is a <clears throat> frustration, and I think it goes probably way beyond that word, with about 3 to 9% of the students in District 61. And equally... The parents of those three to nine percent. There was an incident at Stephen Decatur uh, Middle School. I still want to say high school because history, um, where a beef on social media came into the school via not only students but a parent who maced students. Now, I think, and, and most of the people there that are day to day in and out feel like Val and, and like the secure, like they've, there's not a lot more you can do with that. Take care of incidents, right? But do you expect a parent to come in and mace middle school kids? I mean, in your wildest dreams? No. Over a social media beef? No. 
and they've had some others. And I, I don't want to, I, I took notes, but I didn't have it verbatim. Um, like 67% of District 61's close to 8,000 kids have never even had a referral as a problem. If you've spent any time around schools, I don't. I, I, I mean, you, that's the overwhelming sentiment. Yeah. Most is n- a nothing and, burger. And beyond that, three to nine percent that in between maybe have had some issues, but they've had success in intervening and and getting on the right path. So the overwhelming majority, you know, as much as ninety-seven percent at the low end or the high end to ninety-one percent at the other end have a, a day-to-day experience of going to school. And, yes, can we improve scores and all those things? Although there was some news I saw yesterday uh, that I'll share with you here in a little bit that you don't get from the media because it's just not clickbaity enough. So I think there's a, a frustration that we can put all the security. Police can come in and arrest and you can charge people. But we keep having to expel like it, the expulsion number is high, like 18. Now, when you look at 18 to 8,000, I mean, that's not, you know. 18 students, not percent? Yeah. yeah. No, okay. yeah, students, yeah, okay. to- total expulsions. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we can do all of the enforcement. I mean, you know, 20 more bodies in the hallway isn't going to change behavior. And we need parents to do their job. And Dr. Clark's words, parents need to parent. And then what can the community do to help fix this? That's how I would describe it. Okay. I think I got a good understanding. I mean, mean, that was my interpretation sitting there. I I mean, I would have maybe liked to have seen more specific, like, you know, we need this, 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 and this. And and there were cards on the, the tables for each school. You know, all 14 schools with a way to like each you know card of I mean, each school had an individual card, like with the principal's information, and phone numbers and emails. And they, you know, the whole idea of maybe adopting a school. You know, I know for years that First Christian Church, you know, with uh, when Wayne was at the helm and I'm sure they're still doing, it, you know, they had that, that grade school right across the street. You know, they, they wrapped their arms around that school. Money, bodies, after school programs. Right. And I keep thinking to myself that 14 schools, although it's a big task, we've got more than 14 major employers in this town who need for those kids to work for them, to go through programming, you know, look what the Ag Academy has done, right? That there's got to be a way. You're not going to fix society. I mean, you're not going to take stupid out of society. Try as you might, right? You're not going to, most of this stuff doesn't even start in the school. It starts with some social media beef that ends up in the school. And she said something that, and this was my mistake, because last night I went to look at the comments. If only to reinforce what I already knew. I, I didn't hear all the Q&A. It was going on. Lindsay was there to do that. But she had made the point, like, I think she was trying to emphasize this isn't like a tussle in the hallway that you would have seen regularly over the last 70 years in a school. This is multiple kids beating up one kid. This is parents macing, you know, 
junior high school kids. This isn't like your normal just thing. And people were like, well, violence is violence. Like, okay, miss the point more. Now, you got a problem with alternative education. You got a problem with what uh, the police can do when they arrest somebody and there's nowhere to send them, particularly in the juvenile age category. There's a lot of factors that play in this. The problem is the pallet is the hallways of the school district. That's where it comes home to roost. Now, Dr. Clark will be in at 7 o'clock and we'll have an in-depth conversation about that but it was kind of and you know it was one of those days pre-covid like where you ran into everybody at that meeting and then you ran into them again at the earth Mover credit union to announce a check i needed the check announcement that was a good way to end the day did you feel just in your takeaway in the audience did you feel any any immediate uh People clicked with it, got it, rejected it, eye-rolled at it. Was there anything obvious? I felt like the media was eye-rolling at it okay, or not understanding what was being asked. I I don't think Dr. Clark knows exactly what to ask other than we got to do something. We have to do something, and as our schools go, our community goes, right, and this isn't a police problem. It's not an education problem. It's a behavior problem. And if these people are causing this damage here, they're doing it throughout our community. And how do we do better? Now, I'm, those are totally my words. Yeah. And do you feel the community partners had the same takeaway or different? I don't. There were Couldn't feel it. 100 okay. people in the room. Fair I don't enough. know. Yeah. Fair I enough. don't have any idea. The people I talked to... Um, and, and sat at the table with Jeffrey Perkins from Caring Black Men and, and Dr. Morris was there. And, uh, you know, I, I think everyone is willing to do something. It's just hard to pinpoint what to do, what that something is that's effective. And, and you know, it, it's so many people try to do things <clears throat> or want to do things to our conversation earlier about how important that $50,000 grant was to the African-American Cultural and Genealogical Society. It's like they don't know how to pull the resources together. They don't. I mean, I think people have a passion for solving problems. It's just how do you coordinate? How do you get the resources you need? How do you how can you be effective? How can you make a difference? And then what tends to happen after that is people get territorial. And I I, I mean, there's a whole, I mean, you could look through social services, charity. There's a pattern that always, you know, what we need to do as a community is get past the cynicism because a lot of people will look at you and go, well, that's why I pay taxes. Fair enough. You know, then we shouldn't have to help with anything. Right. And when your brother-in-law gets cancer and you got to do a GoFundMe pay, I mean, this is life. Taxes don't. uh, Is there waste? And God, yes, I'm as cynical about that as anybody else. But this is our community. This is our public school system. We've got to have Mount Zion and Moroa and St. Teresa and all of the rest. But this is the heart of our community. And you got to find a balance in life. I don't want to throw kids away. But you can't let 3% take up the other 97% safety and time and education. So what do you do? Back in my day, they would put a kid down in a closet, you know, 
that's probably not the answer. Do we have enough alternative education? You know, what does that do if the kids get expelled? There's some interesting things I learned yesterday about who pays for that. You know, if you're still in District 61, like meaning not expelled, but, you know, then then that cost is covered. If you're expelled, then that's up to the parents and the parents have requirements like going through parenting and they won't do it. And, you know, so it's so complicated that I don't claim sitting here today to have the answer. What I do know is that we have resources and smart people who sometimes from the outside can think more outside the box than maybe inside in a bureaucratic sort of system with school boards and superintendents and teachers unions and all of the complex thing there, that maybe there's a way to get creative. I know, and I'll never forget, when our guy was at Johns Hill in Lego League, you know, fourth grade, fifth grade, there were engineers from Caterpillar in those classrooms all the time. Was it the right thing to do? You bet. But was it the right thing to do for Caterpillar? Yeah. What do they need? They need engineers. What better way to spark the future of a engineer than to be in those classrooms helping build those Lego robots? We used to have more programs like that. The junior achievement, you know, you remember the, that, that were bringing businesses into the schools and, and role models and helping people see career paths. We got a whole lot of kids in this community and elsewhere. These The parents fighting with kids isn't unique. You can look anywhere you want to. I mean, and it's everywhere. And that's the first thing we got to get over is this self-loathing stuff about, oh, Decatur. It's like, no, it's Champaign. It's Springfield. It's Bloomington. It's every city everywhere in the U.S. facing this because you've got a whole lot of people who don't see a path forward or can't envision anything else. So long-term, that has to change. And that's your way out. All right, we've got to take a break. I'll quit preaching. We'll uh, bring Dr. Clark in the studios coming up in one half hour. We'll take a break for Stories and News. Back with more after this. This is R.J. Crace with your stories now. The deadline to nominate a person or business for the 2023 Chamber Awards is today, so get in those nominations. Winners will be selected in five categories. Ambassador of the Year, Community Contributor of the Year, Entrepreneur of the Year, Nonprofit of the Year, and Small Business of the Year. Nominations can be made on the Chamber's website by the close of business today. Now through March 31st, you can help support Ronald McDonald House Charities by buying a heart at any participating McDonald's in central Illinois. You can purchase a heart for $1, 2 or $5. The Give a Little Love campaign helps Ronald McDonald House Charities provide a supportive home away from home for families with kids receiving medical care. The largest population of families staying at Ronald McDonald Houses in Springfield and Peoria are from Macon County. 100% of the proceeds will go to local central Illinois families. More stories, podcasts, and videos at NowDecatur.com. Fox News, I'm Lillian Wu. A small plane crashes into a waterfront mobile home park in Clearwater, Florida. We are working through right now the element of 
decide uh, trying to get to the hot spots, but also to try and get to fatalities. I can confirm that we have several fatalities, both from the aircraft and within the mobile home. Clearwater Fire Chief Scott Ellers. Investigators say the crash was due to engine failure. The January jobs report comes out this morning. Economists are predicting that employers added 180,000 jobs last month after a larger than expected increase of 216,000 in December. The unemployment rate is forecast to inch up to 3.8% after holding at 3.7% for two months. Fox's Hillary Barsky and Punxsutawney Phil predicts an early spring. America's listening to Fox News. What's up, Doc? A brand new medical podcast brought to you by Decatur Orthopedic Center. Join Dr. Sams and Dr. Sullivan as they take a peek behind the drapes into the world of orthopedics. They will explore the newest trends in orthopedics, sports injuries, and musculoskeletal health. These leading orthopedic surgeons will go into detail about surgery, life as a surgeon, and the impacting change of orthopedics. Find What's Up, Doc at NowDecatur.com under the podcast section or anywhere you get your podcast. Join Milliken University for an immersive campus visit day on Saturday, February 24th. Tour campus to see where you'll live and learn. Explore top-ranked majors and programs and find your fit through athletics, performing arts, and more than 75 student organizations. Along with important admission information, you'll also learn how the new Milliken Tuition Promise makes your private education affordable. You can even submit your free application for admission right there on the spot. RSVP for the February 24th campus visit day at milliken.edu slash visit all right not quite as warm today not nearly as sunny yeah today we're going to start off with a little fog it's going to be partly sunny high of 48 still pretty okay tonight partly cloudy with a low around 31 for saturday mostly sunny high near 50 and sunday even a tick up mostly sunny and a high near 52 current temperature in downtown decatur 35 degrees your wsoy time is 6 33 Listening to Buyers and Company, hey! streaming live at nowdecator.com. I didn't realize today was Groundhog Day. That's still a thing. Yeah. Really? Phil gave his prediction. I know, but the kids know what that is? Yeah. Really? I think so. Really? Mm-hmm. The movie's 30 years old. Oh, I know. I think it's still, I think it's like a silly thing that they do in school, you know, that science teachers are, I guess, when you're little and you only have the one teacher. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm seriously curious. I, I don't really spend much time thinking about, uh, and then when you get into it, it's so cynical because there's like 800 of these damn things. Yeah, they got different names in different communities. Um, and, and I think also science has evolved a little from uh, oh, meeting the groundhog. You to think? That. I mean, that, that was. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a long time. That was before the movie was made thirty years ago. Yeah, we just have a whole whole other way of being able to kind of forecast that than yeah. relying on a animal. <laughs> uh, clearly, Phil has said early spring. Yeah. All right, Phil, we're with you. And <laughs> I, I, but I don't know that Phil's ever been right. I mean, he, I'm sure he's been right. Yeah, like probably half the time he gets it right. Yes, like a, like a nice 50-50 mm-hmm. kind of number. Oh, early spring, ah, late winter. Okay. And and depending on where you live, a little bit of both. Right. All right, I hope he's right. 
punks a toddy fill. So it was fun. I mean, it's like minimal fun, like 30 seconds of, huh. <laughs> And then you move on. There's not a whole lot you can do with it. All right. you, you, I think we've covered that. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, we've had our 30 seconds. Oh my. Uh, the, the movie was really good. Love it. I haven't seen it for years and years. Uh, but that was sort of Bill Murray, the actor at his best. Yeah, very good. Being able to be the cantankerous kind of guy who kind of melts a little, you know, I say Scrooge and, yeah. and, and Groundhog Day, very similar. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, that I got you, babe. It's uh, over and over and over. Absolutely. It's good, good movie though. Who did, who redid that? What? One of the English bands uh, did that a, 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 a version of that song. Oh, I don't know. I don't have a clue. All right, I'll figure that out. They they use the Sunny and Share song right in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, to let you know that's what the, how he woke up. So that's well, the, that was the alarm clock yeah. every day that, mm-hmm. that knew you were back in time. Uh, uh, that you had just erased everything that happened the day before. Yep. And <laughs> I got to go back and I think maybe find that. I don't know. It's a fun movie. I what was the last time you watched it? Just sort of like I know that it won't be like. I would say within five years. Okay. Yeah. I I, I don't know exactly when, but like it. You know, you stumble upon it, you see it somewhere, and you're like, all right, I'll sit and watch this. UB40 did their version. Oh, yeah. It had the reggae mm-hmm. kind of yeah. sound, right? Yep. Okay. All right, I Grand love Hon- UB40. It's one of my favorite bands. Well, okay. But I didn't think of them as like, I, I was I was thinking of like Oasis or. No, no, but the, I mean, it charted. I mean, their their mm-hmm. version of that like it was did. a hit. Yep. So it brought it back, you know, like in the 80s sometime uh, from the early 70s, Sonny and Cher song. Yep. Uh, all right, so Phil says early spring. I'm just going to go with Phil. Why not? Yeah. I got a half chance of being right. We're at 50 degrees this weekend. Loving it. Mm-hmm. Had a press conference outside yesterday. That's awesome. Tom Brigadier is going to join us, and uh, we've got a uh, an interesting uh, home this week um, from the key team. We'll have a giveaway a little bit later today with our Brink Cotter Home Highlight. Angela's going to be stopping by. I don't know if she's watching this NASCAR thing. I have I, – I, wh- here's what I know. She doesn't like NASCAR. Huh? She likes the Indy. I, I know that, but how can you only like one racing? It's kind of me. Well, no, but I mean <laughs> – I don't it, mind the It's other. also similar. They are similar. Except if you're not in that world, it all goes by, and even with all the information we have at our fingertips, you know nothing about any of it. I know. That's what's strange to me. Do you know what the hail melon is? Hail what? The hail melon? No. <laughs> I didn't either. Did you learn that in the NASCAR show? Yes, I did. Okay. There's a guy who is uh, literally eighth generation or seventh generation watermelon farmer. Okay. Who is on the NASCAR circuit. And when he wins, he smashes a watermelon. Like, you know, Gallagher. Like, Huh? Like, well, not with a, like he takes it from the top of the uh, car and smashes it on the track or wherever. <laughs> the, I'm like, what the hell? That's awesome. And then the Hail Melon, like, like a Hail Mary mm-hmm. happened last year where he was in 10th place. And, and if he didn't do something, he was going to, because they, it took me a while to understand his playoff system, you know, like where they all go out and yeah. race, but then it goes from 12 to eight to, you know, whatever. Yes. So he just drove into the wall. Oh, that was him? Yes. I know that. I, <laughs> 
when I say drove into the wall, I mean like the side yeah. just tore up half of the car and, yes. and stayed on the wall yes. to go from 10th to 5th. Yeah. I, and it literally will happen one time because NASCAR immediately said never again made it illegal. <laughs> yeah. And everybody hates him except the fans. I absolutely know who that is. I, I didn't know that he did the watermelon bit, but I absolutely saw that move. Ross Chastain is yes. his name. That's awesome. I'm like, what the? Did you did you not remember seeing I don't him have, do that? Didn't have. If I did, I mean, I've completely eliminated it from my memory bank. I had no idea. Kept him like you don't. You're not traction's not an issue. You're being held in place. You can just go fast. Well, no, it's just you're, no one's gonna mess with you. That's I mean, because right. you're gonna go take the outside and, exactly and get right. by five cars. <laughs> they showed the car at the end of it. I saw it. Oh my god. <laughs> It was the most bizarre thing. I'm like, why is this dude throwing watermelons? Oh, I'm, I'm so glad that I get another another bite at this with him. You do. That's awesome. He's maybe episode three. Okay. Michael Jordan's all over this thing. Yeah. I mean, he's not sitting down for interviews, but he's yeah. in it quite a bit. And uh, who I really have liked is Dale Earnhardt Jr. as kind of like uh, Will Buxton. I, mm-hmm. I mean, he's the... One of the guys that's sort of doing the commentary yeah. about the drivers. I know he does TV now or whatever, yeah. but or is it TV or, or radio? I, I don't know. He's but, in the media. Now. Yeah, but he's really good at, at sort of like laying it out. And, you, you know, I mean, he, he you talk about growing up in this world. Yeah. The whole thing. I mean, Hall of Fame dad to, you know, a Hall of Fame career of his own. I mean, this has been his life. I mean, he knows it inside and out. Ups, all the way up and all, literally all the way down. You bet. It's uh, it's really interesting if you give it a chance. Um, it's called what is it called? Um, I don't full know. speed. Okay, I think is you know they all they have all some some of the stuff's too cute by half, but I mean they do that kind of thing where they it, it's very similar. Yeah. All right, now the silly season in F one. We got to have some silly stuff here today. Can't conquer the world every fifteen minutes. Is Normally, in the summer break, mid-season of an F1 season, Mm -hmm. everybody talking about what's going to happen next year. Right. Silly season has already started before the season has even started in February. Oh, yeah. Since we last talked, it was made official Mm -hmm. that Lewis Hamilton will drive for Mercedes, awkward, this year, and then will move to Ferrari in 2025. Where Carlos Sainz will drive for a year, awkward. Awkward. And has announced, I'm obviously leaving. Yes. (laughs) Now the speculation is who will fill Lewis Hamilton's seat. Could they maybe do swapsies? No, I don't think so. Some are saying that. Some, well, I'll tell you what. I I don't know what Carlos Sainz has done. Just like I don't understand. I mean, I I get the pressure on on Sergio Perez, but when you look at the rest of the field, Carlos Sainz is the only non-Red Bull driver that won a race last year. Right. He shouldn't be on the discard pile. But, I mean, for George Russell's the only Mercedes driver in the last two years that's won a race. Right. So there's a lot of those things. Now, I get that Lewis Hamilton is rock star legendary status, and the move in and of itself will create drama for him, for Ferrari, with drama also tons of publicity sure. and hype. Mm-hmm. That much I understand. And I, I guess I think I get the fact that he thinks if he could win that eighth world title in a Ferrari, he's the GOAT. Yep, that's LeBron winning one in Cleveland. Because right now, 
He's the goat with Schumacher. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you, you know, because he's stuck at seven and Schumacher had seven. And he'd be the first to do it with three teams too. So there's a lot of lot of reasons why this. And he's be. fed up with Mercedes, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So one of the more interesting things dangled out there was Alonso going to mm-hmm. Mercedes. Yeah. Now I'm just trying. In, uh, I mean, I can't see that, but who knows? You know, Daniel Ricardo has his eyes on Sergio. Daniel Ricardo's got to do something. I know. I, I mean, the, the, Daniel Ricardo flamed out in, in the biggest possible way and came back and had one decent race, and that's all he's done. But in a semi-decent car, he's done okay in that. But the, there's he, thoughts that maybe Sergio goes one way, maybe Daniel goes the other, or vice versa. I don't. I don't know. Look, it, it's easy to say why would you go down, but I mean, if going down means you're still making a million dollars a year and you don't want to quit racing and you're in a car, I guess that's understandable. I think Daniel Ricciardo's got to actually do something. There's a lot of 18, 19, 20 year old kids out there that are chomping at the bit that are all very impressive. Like names like Fittipaldi. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> some big stuff. Ollie Behrman. I mean, there's Bay some, hitters. you know. There's, there are, you know, so to me, do you invest in the 19, 20 year old kid? I mean, how old is, I mean, Ricardo's been doing this for a long time. Oh yeah. He's in his mid to late 30 or 20s. I'm sorry. Oh, he's got to be older than that. Like 28, something like that. I'll bet he's in his thirties. You think so? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Max Verstappen's 27. That's a good point. He's probably 31, 32 then. I'll bet he's older than that. You think? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, six years of drive to survive. Well, and, and, and before that, before he that, was, yeah. yeah. Hey, you're probably right. And, and Hamilton will be 40. That I knew. You, you know, when he, it, well, he'll he's 39. He would be 40 if he, you know, in 2025 taking the, the, right. the thing. He's 34, Daniel. Wow, Daniel. yeah, he is. Okay. So I'm just thinking if you're Mercedes, you got to get back in this thing. You're not, I don't think if you, I fact, I'd take Fernando Alonso over Ricardo any day if you want the veteran. Sure. But he can be cantankerous, but he's been okay with the strolls. I yeah. think he just wants to be in a good car. I think he's in a good car. He's good. Yeah, most of the time he's really good this this last year. He's in a good mood. Good little team player. And, and if you can get along with Lance Stroll. Right. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I guess it is. It, it, but the crazy thing is, I hate this in a way, because in a couple of weeks, we're going to get season six of Drive to Survive, and none of this is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. I hate being a year ahead. I liked being, I don't know what's coming. Right. I wonder if now that they know where things are going, are they going to show Lewis talking to, you know, Fred Visser from Ferrari and stuff, just planting those seeds? Or I think it's if- probably Arlington can by now. I, I mean, it, it, you know, maybe... Maybe. It's nothing to tuck a little two-second B-roll. But they, did, but they did that in the last episode of last year with Logan Sargent and asking yes. about the Ferrari, showing you the little clip of Vegas. So, yeah, they probably in the last episode, they will figure out a way to, yes. to prep you. And and the problem is though, all of those episodes drop at one time, so it's not like they have eight weeks to, mm-hmm. to add it in. That's They're probably nice. throwing a fit right now. Yeah, like, this is good stuff. Well, we go to camp, and then now you're going to do all this? <laughs> We're three weeks from launch. Yeah, literally, it's three weeks from today. Yeah, there's some people moving around with that for sure. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. It's all exciting. It's all drama. And, and I got to be, you know, I've never seen Lewis and Red. It's going to look good. They all stay away from Red unless they're in Ferrari. That's right. And for new fans or for even casual fans, I don't think that we understand the cachet 
Uh, I mean, we get it. They made a movie called Ferrari. But what it means in the history of F1 it hasn't been for a long time. Right. But the Total Wolf once said that, you know, I'm sure every driver at one point has thought about yeah. driving for Ferrari. That's right. Yeah, that's Scarlet Red, man. It's not the Marlboro. Truck. Not everybody that's can wear red. Yeah. <laughs> that is a, uh, that's a hard color. Anyway, we'll see what happens. But it is interesting to see the silly season happening before this season even starts. I'm stoked. And then how awkward it's going to be next year. Because mm-hmm. there'll be a point where Hamilton will still be a Mercedes driver, but will not be in the meetings. You know, the strategy, right. the you know, the design portion of, for 2025. Exactly right. So he's kind of like half a, a, a teammate, you, you know. Uh, and then you know George is going to want to like impose, like, look, I'm the future. You're uh, out of here. Right. Yeah. If their strategy, they got to lean into their guy, even if it's equal. It's like uh, George. He, Lewis, you need to yield to him. That's oh, what you're gonna get the great drama because mm-hmm. none of them want to do that, right? And you don't want to be Lewis banging into your new car. You don't want to knock Ferrari out of a race or something. That's not gonna go well. I don't, and then it'll be awkward for everybody involved and Carlos. Sainz. Same thing. Yeah, he's already kind of a uh, chippy in general. Anyway, he's, I like him a lot. I know? don't see. I don't. Wait, he gets a little chippy in the car. He does, but mm-hmm. not nearly as chippy as your boy. He is <laughs> as chippy as anybody out there. Charles, yes. <laughs> It's all like kind of passive aggressive sometimes. Uh, I don't know. Because he's soft spoken. <laughs> Carlos is pretty aggressive. <laughs> I love it. It's such a good sport. All right. Well, we got a lot to, to watch for. Uh, and uh, 23rd of February is uh, season six. It'll be uh, on. Uh, if you want to see the story about uh, the uh, event yesterday with uh, District 61, and we'll have that conversation with the. Uh, Dr. Clark here in just a couple of minutes, or the Community Foundation of Macon County and the Earth Credit Union, that $1 million announcement, uh, $50,000, just kick it all off. Uh, it's going to be going on all year round, and uh, you can see all those at nowdicator.com. Make sure you check it out. Good stuff. It was fun seeing everybody out there, and then it was fun seeing somebody get excited about, like, not knowing they were getting a check. Yeah. I love surprises. Right. Could you could you imagine that your organization could use some money? You know, you hope somebody drops a little cash in there, and every little bit helps, and then you go to an event, and they just deluge you yeah. in a way that you're like, man, this really – I'm, I'm telling you, that's, it, that, so that's awesome. what most of st- – you, you know, we talk about the huge things, and we've been involved in a lot of yeah. big things, and those are great. Yeah. But you don't realize the impact that money can have. Like I, I tell the story, but it's it's the absolute truth. When I was on the public schools foundation board, when I really kind of figured out and learned what five hundred dollars could actually mean to a teacher, right? I was blown away. Yeah. You mean you're going to impact three hundred kids, right? And it's like, wow. So when Evelyn's there, gets a fifty thousand dollar check. And no idea. It's not a grant she's working on. It's not oh, something that, just, you know, we hope we get it. It just shows up. Shows up. Oh, man. She was totally surprised. It was oh, great. Gosh. It was great. Kudos again to the Community Foundation and uh, Earth Mover Credit. And, awesome. and then that's 50. That means 900,050 to go. Right. My gosh. All right, let's take a break. Here's Nick with your three-day forecast. Coming up, Dr. Rochelle Clark. And then a little later today, Tom Brink out of with us. Angela from the Y. I'm going to get her to watch this NASCAR show. Felt like Formula One was just too much. But NASCAR's got the good old American kind of. That's a good one. I'm looking forward to watching it myself. Today, it's going to be a nice 
partly sunny day with a high of 48. Might see some fogs this, this morning, but it'll go away pretty quick. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 31. This weekend, Saturday, mostly sunny, high of 50. Sunday, mostly sunny, high near 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 35 degrees. Your WSOY time is 6.50. And this look at your weather, it's brought to you by Shop on Main in downtown Decatur. Modern looks, old-fashioned pampering. Show your love on Valentine's Day with a gift from Shop on Main or the Party Shop. Choose from our huge selection of balloons. Add a plush animal or a doula chocolate and you'll see big smiles. Prefer a piece of jewelry, fashionable purse, or sweater? Look no further than Shop on Main. Gift wrapping and balloon delivery available. And just for fun, join us for Galentine's on Saturday, February 10th. First 25 ladies receive a free gift. Specials and more from noon to 3 at many downtown merchants. Add curb appeal with the new Thermatrue entry door from Maroa Lumber. Whether you want the look of real wood or a pop of color, you'll find a wide variety of styles to choose from. Thermatrue doors are durable and energy efficient. They won't rot like wood or dent or rust like steel. They offer up to four times the insulation value of most wood doors and carry outstanding warranties. No wonder they're the most preferred entry door brand among building professionals. Discover the Thermatrue doors at Maroa Lumber, 229 East Main in Maroa. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month. A savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 656 1970. That's 1 800 656 1970. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 656 1970. That's 1 800 656 1970. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. Back here on, excuse me, a Friday we have a, a lot to get to here today. So I, I got home uh, last night or late yesterday afternoon, and in my mailbox was this, uh, well, what looks like a newspaper. Oh, okay. Yep. And depending on whether you're from England, where they would say epoch, or America, where we would say epoch times, sample edition, it says. And there's a couple of sections. There's an envelope and a call to subscribe, I guess. Three easy ways to subscribe. Uh, I don't know how many of these went out. My name is not on it. It's just mailed to my like current resident. resident. Yeah, resident. Well, that's you. No, but what I'm saying is they <laughs> don't. They, they don't have my name on a list. They have my address on a list. So I don't know how. Normally during an election year, you kind of know because they have to identify, right. you know, who paid for it and all that. Um, th- this is if you do some brief, I mean, brief research. 
and, and I would, even though I knew from just the headlines of the stories what this was. Voter fraud convictions, challenged narrative of secure elections, uh, email reveals why CDC didn't issue alert on COVID vaccines. And, and you know, I, it's just nothing but that. And at the very bottom <clears throat> here, like it would be at the bottom of the fold, at the very bottom of what you would think of a newspaper. If you don't wish to receive marketing materials from the Epic Times in the future, please let us know. Uh, and then they've got a, uh, a, a website that's like a slash no sampling. And there are, there's a list of staff and, and it's a, I mean, it's an organization. It's a company that was started by the Falun Gong, um, you, you know, as an anti Chinese communist, uh, uh, thing. And, and there, this is dumped for their big Trump supporters, but also like far right wing, you know, in Germany and other places. And they were kicked off of social media. You know, this is a thing. This is not a newspaper. This is old school misinformation. Now they're on. They were the largest Facebook page during COVID before being kicked off. They spent more money on Facebook for Donald Trump than any other outside independent group. And they can publish whatever, I guess, whatever they publish. I didn't ask for it. They just gave me a sample and gave me a way if I don't want it to, I assume. To put yourself on a list with your I don't know. Do I want to go to a website they're sending me to? Nope. You do not. (laughs) So It's a uh, good way to let them know there's lights on in the house. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know, do your own research. Think your own thoughts. I'm not telling you what to think. I'm just saying just because it looks like a newspaper. I mean, if you squint, those samplers kind of look like newspapers you get, too. You're not taking that for your medical advice, are you? No. First documentary on COVID-19, still investigating election integrity, uh, debunking Russiagate, exposing infiltration and subversion of the U.S. by the CCP. You know, I I liked the X-Files. I really did the show. Loved it. I really did. But it's not a documentary. And I feel like a lot of my fellow citizens are living their lives like it was a documentary. Smoking man behind every single thing. I'll just throw it away. Well, let it's me... expensive to mail. I'm oh, assuming. it have to be. I mean, it's, a, it's way bigger than our newspaper. I mean, there's like two, three sections in there. I mean, it's thick. Jeez. I'm going to sneak in a tip on a scam that's going around. It'll only take a second. Um, if you get sent money on your phone, like Apple Pay or something, uh-huh. and they go, hey, I accidentally sent you money, don't send it back. What they are doing is they have stolen a credit card and they've sent you, say, 400 bucks. You're going to send them 400 back. They're going to keep that. But the credit card company, knowing that the credit card's stolen, is going to claw that 400 back. So you will be out $800 in that uh... scenario. Do not do that. Don't engage. Don't talk to them. Let them deal with it on the on Apple Pay or the. And that's what they should do. No one's accidentally. Don't say, "Oh, okay, hey, what's up?" Just back off. I'll give you another one. I've received two Amazon packages in the last week that I did not order. Uh oh. Yep. Now, bottom low end of that is they're sending me some cheap stuff so they can use me to review a product they want to add stars to. Yep. Right. Yep. Pumping numbers is the is the 
good-natured version of that. Yeah. What's the bad-natured version? Because there's nothing. I mean, there, my account is clean. Return fraud, um, people getting information about you, getting your account active. There's a lot of things that could go with that. Yeah. So keep an eye on that. I, I do. I will. Yeah. I, it's just I got – and they're, they're very specific things, like just electronic chargers or sure. uh, you know, uh, nothing that's expensive. Right. I, I mean, I think mainly it's it's more of that stuff where they can then use you to review products. But you just constantly have to be vigilant, right? Absolutely. It never stops. All right. We'll take a break for Top of the Hour. Dr. Clark next. Stay tuned. Car, home, mobile device, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Several locations of a fast food restaurant have closed in Illinois. Before the closings, Hardee's operated more than 100 restaurants around the state. Numerous locations including in Decatur, Champaign, and Springfield have shut down this week. A spokesperson confirmed the closings and thanked the communities for their patronage over the years. The Community Foundation of Macon County and Decatur Earth Mover Credit Union have announced a comprehensive $1 million grant funding collaboration called Moving Forward. Moving Forward includes four discretionary Discretionary open call grant programs, places in neighborhoods awarding $100,000, impact 200 with $200,000, emergency services support. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.